Welcome to the Gardening the Hudson Valley podcast, where every week we bring you new inspiration from the gardens and gardeners of New York's beautiful Hudson Valley, making you an even better gardener. And now, here's your host, Marie Iannotti. Hello, and welcome to the Gardening the Hudson Valley podcast, the show that brings you gardening news and tips from the gardens and gardeners of New York's beautiful valley region. I'm your host, Marie Iannotti. Well, can you believe it? We are finally starting to see some fall-like weather. I don't know if that's good or bad, but it is, and I'm taking it. Most fall chores revolve around cutting back and cleaning up. I think I mentioned earlier that I was forced to take it easy this summer and I didn't get as much done as I would have liked. But one thing I learned from this is that there are weeds that rabbits and groundhogs seem to love to munch on. Pretty much anything succulent, I think. So not weeding a couple of the shrub beds kept them happily distracted and I did not have a single invader in my vegetable garden this year. No one ate my salvia down to nubs and only I think one petunia met an early fate. So needless to say, I plan on being very lazy about weeding next year, too. Go ahead and join me. We'll do another experiment. But on a more constructive note, there are a few other things I plan to leave alone this fall. I still have some root crops in the vegetable garden, and that's where I'm going to let them store uh, store themselves for the winter. Like carrots, beets, parsnips, turnips. Um, I don't have any rutabagas this year, but celeriac, which is the new kale, these can all be left in the ground with a, with a little bit of protection. I think of root crops as a leap of faith because you never know what they're doing until you dig them up and by then it's too late, right? But I've had pretty good luck with them here, and I enjoy eating them, so I enjoy growing them. I find that they like really fluffy soil, though, that's not too rich. Root vegetables don't want to have to do a lot of work on their own, and if the soil is loose, they can reach down and without any effort. And I, for that, I like raised beds. Raised beds are great for this because you don't step on them. You can keep the soil fluffy, and uh, I don't like to do a lot of extra work either. So any root vegetables that are left at this time of year get to stay put. When a hard frost is forecast, I move some soil over the tops that are poking out of the ground, but I leave the leaves exposed. You have to leave the leaves exposed to keep so that they can keep making sugars. They get sweetest if they're allowed to keep growing. You can even toss a row cover over the or a sheet over them uh, to protect them at night from frost damage. Just remember to uncover them when it warms up. And the sugars that they store don't just make them sweeter, they also give them some resilience in cold weather, so leave them growing as long as you can. Um, before the ground freezes, but when you know the season is over, like when we've had a few light frosts and the days and nights both are cold and uh, pretty much everything has died back, then you can mulch the root vegetables with at least 12 inches of straw or leaves or whatever you have. A tip I just learned is to put the leaves in a garbage bag and mulch with that. It keeps the wind from blowing them away and it's so much easier to move in the spring, I imagine. Um, Also, I think the plastic will also give them a little bit of uh, extra protection and uh, you don't want them to be excessively wet anyway, so uh, it won't hurt. Um, They'll get plenty of water from around the sides of the bags. So if you need to, you can put the bag in place, keep the bag in place with a brick or a rock, but I'm going to try that out this, uh, this winter. The final thing I do is put a bright, tall marker in the spot so I can find it under a little snow. And it's really helpful. Um, Also, if you put all your fall root crops in the same general area, I know sometimes you can't, but if you can, it's really helpful because then you don't have to go hunting in the winter. 
Now, the biggest problems with overwintering root crops are rodents and, as I already mentioned, wet soil. So try to rid the area of the mice and voles before the cold weather. A few will find their way back. They always do, but at least cut back on the problem, cut back on the population. Um, now, wet soil is harder to fix, um, but keeping the ground frozen with winter mulching will help because you don't want them to, uh, you don't want the wet soil in there. That'll cause rotting uh, rather than keeping because they're not actively growing once the uh, temperatures dip down. Of course, none of this is fail-safe. If you are counting on these crops to feed you through winter, you should bring some in and store them and, and just experiment with leaving a few out until you know what they'll do in your garden. But you've got to admit, I get a big kick out of harvesting in January. I'm pretty sure you will, too. It's worth getting cold if you can run back in with something you've grown. Something fresh in January. One last tip. If you plan on leaving any leafy greens like kale in the garden past frost, it's best to let them thaw naturally in the sunlight before harvesting. If you bring them in frozen, they'll just turn to mush. So, bring on the chilly temperatures. I'm ready. As the saying goes, if winter comes, can spring be far behind? Once again, I thank you muchly for listening this week, and thank you for the emails and the tips you've been sending me. A gardener can never have too many tips. If you missed any of this info, you can always find the write-up on the website at gardeningthehudsonvalley.com, all one word, Gardening the Hudson Valley. I hope you will visit there, and I hope you'll join me here again next week. So enjoy the cool weather.